Hello and welcome to the Euphoria Podcast. This is episode 12, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and SoundCloud. I'm Dracos, joined once again by Cadrill as he returns from his week off, and our special guest for the week, none other than top four, undeniably top four at a minimum, 80 carry. Feel like poster child of BDS, crown shot. Been waiting, man. It's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. Yeah. It's good to have you here. Yeah, how, to be here. I'm glad that there's been a lot of years of your career where we could have invited you on, where it was uh, <laughs> a struggle, a mixed bag, yeah. you know, some it good moments, <laughs> some bad moments, but yeah. we're hitting you here on the up and I hope we're not yeah. about to curse you because things, things are looking pretty good uh, right now. But like, how do you, when you look back at like how you got here today, uh, you know, on the cusp of... I mean, even potentially MSI of being a split champion. Like, how do you how do you feel? Do you feel like it took way too long for you to get here? Or are you okay because you're and you just take it in stride? Like, how do you feel about the the ups and downs over the last? I few mean, years? I think um, in uh, for sure it took a while, but over the years I feel like I've accepted the fact that maybe sometimes it just has to take a while. Like, you know, it sounds super cliche. You know, like oh. Things happen for a reason and all of these things. Like mm. some people call it cope, I guess. Probably it is a bit of cope, you know. <laughs> like you have to find ways to cope. But um sometimes like the circumstances are not like aligning with uh, you know your goals. Like if you if you if you understand what I'm trying to say. And yeah, I guess as long as you stay true to yourself and just keep I kept grinding, you know. Uh even last year in Academy, it was for sure like the hardest year of my career. I was like very you know, mentally like out almost at certain times yeah to, to not lie you know to be honest um but i guess i guess it just worked out it still feels a bit surreal to me as well um but i, I I'm, I'm just grateful that this is how things are right mm. now and i don't want to jinx anything but uh, i feel like uh, f for now it's uh, it's good yeah. yeah yeah i think it's rare for players to like especially get into the lec one first of all but then like be removed from the lec and have a bounce back to come back to the LEC and, be and then be even better and be yeah, like yeah, top yeah. three, top Usually four. Usually it's league. like not something to yeah. be excited about. Usually it's like, yeah. oh God, that or, guy's mm -hmm. coming or back. Or it's grueling through the like the ERLs for like a year or no, two true, and yeah. they come back and it's like mid and then they fall out again. But the fact that you've bounced back that hard is like already pretty incredible. I think when you talk about expectations, that's kind of realistic because a lot of people come into the league expecting my debut year, I'm going to win the split or like I'm going to be finishing top two and then reality yeah. hits you in the face and you realize, okay, these teams are pretty damn good. Well, yeah, I mean... I, I can I can talk a bit about that because I remember when I joined like 2019. I mean, you probably remember like I remember like that fanatic G2 rosters were scary. So, yeah, they were good. Like good. that judge <laughs> G2 roster was, was scary. You know, like I'm gonna be honest. Like it, it felt like it felt very like you know you had someone to chase. Like even in your own league, like very yeah. like it was very hard to beat them. I feel like I remember watching that um, spring final when they had the fastest. Um, Final of all time, yes, yes. Yeah. I was like, wow. And Origin was the second team, you know, and I was like, wow, that's that's crazy, you know. And then, but I feel like I don't know, like either the game changed or or something like that. But I feel like now it feels more um, more achievable to to contend yeah. with the with the teams. Either it's just because the rosters are mixed up from back then, or it's just because the game moved in in that direction. Mm. I'm not. I, to be honest, I'm not 100 percent sure what it is. That's Maybe interesting. It's, Maybe it's a mix. 
Because oh. I remember, I, I think you're right, because like in 2019, even when you were pro, when I was pro, it's like you look at G2 Fnatic, you scrim them, you watch yeah. everything they do. You're yeah. like, how do I become them? I'm yeah. chasing yeah. this team that I will probably not beat, but yeah. I'll hope to beat. And now it feels like maybe there isn't someone you're chasing, mm. you're just focusing so much more on yourself. No, I mean, f for sure, there's like very strong teams in the league. Like, for example, like off the top of my head right now, like I would say like Vitality G2. Mm. But... Like that G2 was different because they would go to MSI, they play their picks at MSI, they win. Yeah, they're, like, yeah, yeah. they're flexing like eight picks per draft. Like you can't, it's so hard to draft against them. You know, they're always having new ideas and maybe the game changed from them. Like maybe it's through what people said that like um, it, it started being more focused around Drake fights. And back then it was a lot about like they played like one through one super well and side lanes. And yeah. maybe it was that like they could be more creative on the map where other teams couldn't. Uh, or maybe it's just a combination of things, but for sure I remember it was the feeling was different, you know. And then I remember seeing like every year there was like new players coming in. Like for example, when Karzi and those people came in, and that they <clears throat> instantly started like uh, doing good and winning. Mm. And you could see that like the even the newer players were contending, you know, with the top spots. And then Mad Lions won twice, and it kind of started shifting, I suppose. Yeah. But for sure, like I, I can tell you, like 2019 was was different for me at least. Like that just no. was scary. Like, yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time because it is it's a really <laughs> weird and yeah. really special moment in like LEC history. Because I think it's good for our region generally mm -hmm. uh, on an international level, even if it makes domestic competition sometimes a bit predictable. Mm -hmm. We were very lucky that we got like I think so that summer that we got like two five game series, two versus Fnatic. Yeah, but there's a world where they just three zero and it's like the most boring. Yeah. end of the season ever because they were kind of they had a fanatic to contest them when we were lucky but i think like generally when you have a north star like you have this team that's like mm. feels untouchable yeah it brings everybody else up I, I think so i think that's the main i think that's the main point like i think teams did study g2 and what they were doing and it, yeah. it forced you to to get better otherwise you would literally just get 10 minutes and then you just you know you couldn't scream them normally yeah i mean, <laughs> I mean it's I, like you know you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean the, <laughs> like it was kind of similar like kind of similar to winter g2 this year but um but the in screams at least yeah. they're, they're also dominating but i think it's a bit different you know but also the game was a bit different i would say like because they're relying so much on flex picks back then and like innovation yeah. and stuff but um yeah and i don't think that there's like there's not the i just remember the feeling of g2 2019 especially after spring once they'd proven that they were so after good now coming back yeah. for msi yeah. and even kind of leading into msi there was yeah. just this feeling of like they locked something and you felt instantly like scared scared because you just believed a hundred percent that they had good. information yeah. that you yep. didn't have yeah. now like for instance this last weekend when they <laughs> lock quite, in pantheon yeah. i'm like huh like they're cooking is it gonna be good question mark whereas 2019 g2 locks in pantheon i'm like oh my god they're the greatest team and i'm just like it has to work it has to work and that's yeah. just because they always like made what well, was pike in every lane or whatever it's, it's, it's true i mean i i was also wondering maybe it's just because like right release some champs that like even if you are as creative as possible like for example when zeri is broken zeri is broken like yeah and if you give zeri like for example even the last year like the tank zeri like that Zeri was... Or the Hydra Zeri thing? Yeah, oh, the yeah. Hydra Zeri. Like, <laughs> you could be like the best team, but if you get, gave Hydra Zeri two items, it was hard to beat, you know? Like you yeah. couldn't... And I felt like maybe back then there was like more creativity available, maybe because, you know, you could focus more on like creative map play other than just mm. playing Drex. I, I, I don't actually fully know. Like I thought of this a few times. I don't know exactly what it is. Maybe it's people just catching up to G2 because 
eventually people will catch up. Like if you have a team that stands above everyone else, yeah, people will be forced to learn. And if you play 100 scrims against them and on stage against them and you watch all of their games, you will find patterns to to learn from, right? Like yeah. you're not gonna stay bad forever or like stay worse forever. Like you will catch up to them yeah. at least a little bit. Yeah, and I mean the game. I mean that the struggle of looking at anything like this is that not only is um, our players getting better, not only are teams changing, which is enough variables already. Um, the game is changing. No, right? for sure. The, there's tower plates are getting added. Yep. Drakes are more important, and that's going to shift. The way jungle works is going to shift, and so yeah. that like perfect cocktail or whatever I think so. that led to G two being able to flex that knowledge or whatever, yep. whatever you want to say that they were really good at. They were good at a lot of things. Um, kind of work out, but shifting away from G two, focusing sure. back in on you. Um. <laughs> I mean, it was up and down, and I don't I, like because the thing is, is that you still in your first split made playoffs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You guys got knocked down. You yeah. came back, and then you lost to the miracle run Schalke. Yep. You know what Next I mean? Year, so yeah. it's like you've they got, always they got me too, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they, no, they were untouched. Like I was, I remember, like uh, I was just watching them like win eight in a row, and I was like, okay, like you know, they they clicked, you know, for sure, for sure, for sure. I remember that. <laughs> is there any like moments that you really mm -hmm. remember and hold on to as like really defining career moments for mm -hmm. you or really like moments that really either helped you grow mm -hmm. or that like stick in your head? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I would say so. I mean, the first year is just like, I mean, when we first made playoffs and we like beat Schalke in the tiebreaker, I felt like it was pretty nice because they, they had like a pretty good roster, you know, upset yeah. uh, uh, Ignar, I believe, uh, Odamne. And then other than that, like, I, I would say the main one was, like, 2020 summer when, like, our spring was horrible. We were, like, ninth place, like, yep, horrible. <laughs> and then and then in screams, like, I just decided, like, not decided, but I, I noticed, like, if I just start being more demanding and calling people to my lane and map splitting level one and, like, playing Varus and Aphelios and taking plates and Trick would just come out level three, get get my supporter base and just come out every, every time, you know, and then Herald to me every camp to me like and then i was like okay we, i can win i can carry a lot of games at least in best of ones right and then that's like where it clicked to me that like if you're in teams like that where you winning is not uh, expected you need to like find a way to win yourself like yeah, yeah. you're not just gonna go into the game and win like you're not gonna go and outlane people and win like you need specific plans you know and and i remember like that split i was getting I mean, there was like a lot of hype on me and I for sure got a lot of undeserved MVPs, I would say. Like, I think my teammates could have gotten for sure a few. And then people were like, oh, he's so overrated. He he takes all the resources. And then I was, but, but I'm playing AD carry. Like, <laughs> like if, if an AD carry takes Road resources and, and wins, it's like, that's my role, right? Like, yeah. I'm supposed to take farm. Like, if I can, can carry with it, you know? And I was like, why are people getting mad at this? I'm just playing that... The, the only way that like the only consistent way we found to win and I'm playing that way and of course eventually it will not work anymore either because of my limitations or the team's limitations mm. but um, that's like uh, the season where I saw or the split where I saw like I have to be very like vocal because yeah. for example even when I was in ERS in like 2018 I was like in the self-made nemesis Mad Lions roster and my teammates were insane right like I, I had self-made nemesis in ERLs yeah. and uh, I was not like the star of the team, you know. I was just I was just playing Ezreal, you know, like Chilling. not dying, like ten years per minute, you know, carrying in T fights. But as I joined the LEC, I realized like you kind of have to take things in game. Like yeah, yeah. you have to make it about yourself if you want to win. Like 
that's like the I would say that was like a defining moment. I would say that summer. Um, didn't you? I remember that best of five against Schalke. Didn't you lane swap first yes, game with Jinx? Uh, yes, we lane yes. swap and uh, the Jinx game. We, yes, yes, yes and I forgot about that. You know, we had such a high win rate in screams, and then in the, that game, like um, Odamne knew how to respond to it because obviously he <laughs> He's knows. He's played right? since 2015. You got old man yes, yes, on stage. No, yes, yes, <laughs> and then I think we had like a fight on raves where like um, Genax and Trick, like I think they. Could have like committed or focused one guy, and then it would maybe be a bit different. I don't know. In scrims, we had pretty good, uh, pretty good results, but I think Schalke was was very good. Uh, we didn't win a game, but like I think two, two game two, three, like game two, I, I like messed up on Ezreal. Maybe I, I could probably carry it, and then game three, I was playing Cogman, also, also pretty fed. Um, because it's crazy because that split, the meta started shift. Like they nerfed Aphelios and Ezreal. I remember, like they nerfed Devs Dance. If you remember, it was super OP. Oh yeah, yeah, it was OP on okay, everybody. Like, for the item, like mm. Devs Dance, it was yeah. super OP. Yeah, I remember jungle jungle meta was just like volley bear set. Yeah, it was fully like utility yeah. for ADCs. ADCs were broken, you know, yeah. they yeah. were broken. And I remember they, they nerfed. I don't know either they nerfed the item or the champs, and it started moving to like Arsena. And I was we were playing screams, and I was like, ah, like, damn, it, it's moving to utility. Like we need to we need to do something like. Weird, you know, and then we tried Lensop, it worked. Then I was playing like Cogmo into Senna, it was working pretty well. So I had to like... We Find had a to, way to carry in yeah, a non-carry meta. Man, we had to go to some like deep, deep champion pool, you know, like <laughs> for sure. But um, I, I would say that was like the defining split where I realized like um, I have to, you know, push. Like I had to uh, lead my team like to, to what to play in draft. Because I had like a very specific way of playing, like my yeah. philosophy on the game was like, I don't know, I, I felt like the best way to win was just to draft like strong team fights and just be on every Drake. Because mm. if you have bot prior, you should get the early Drakes and then you can get the ones after. And if your AD carry is fed, you should be able to win fights generally. Yeah. So it worked in best of ones at least. So I would say that was like a most defining, yeah. Yeah, I think finding that confidence to like voice what you need and to understand that like, because when everything's going well, it's really easy to just be quiet because everything's yeah. working. No, for, for, for sure. I mean, also like, um, I would say like Trick helped me because I saw the way he was like leading people and I kind of learned learned a bit from him. Yeah. Um, and before, as I said, like my role was not the same as it was that year. Like that year, I just had to be very selfish as 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 weird as it sounds um so i would say after that and then when i joined like vitality next year okay yeah but yeah, there is a question sure. here because sure, sure. before you joined vitality yes. there's this moment in your law and i forgot about this entirely but bless law esports where are we at where law fandom no? wiki yes you were like a streamer for yes. it says for exactly Gendry. 30 days i remember yes, that yes. announcement that you and nemesis <laughs> going to korea yes. slovenian bros just yeah. going out oh, yeah. what what actually yeah, happened in I mean, that it's, it's a pretty funny story like so so I mean, I don't know how much I can say. I about a lot. I mean, I, I can say like um, I decided to like try to get a different team than SK. Yeah. Uh, I could have stayed if I wanted, but I just wanted like a change of pace, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And I was very close to joining an American team. Like, it was like verbal agreement. Like I was pretty much told I'm in, and then the next day they just changed their mind. Classic. Yeah. Classic. And and at that point, all the teams were like um, already like uh, they already had their ADK. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Besides like. Besides, like the fanatic G two, and then I, I remember reading comments that said like, "Oh, he doesn't have a team because he flipped that he's gonna get fanatic G two, but 
I, I had no clue that there was even an option. Like, <laughs> people were just making up narratives about me thinking I'm good enough to play in Fnatic G2. I, that was, I found it out like in November that that was even an option. Like I was, <laughs> I was just convinced I would go to uh, NA, but like a lot of teams, like I think because of COVID impact and stuff, like three teams that were maybe potentially like possible for me were not, but and then people are just making up narratives about me about like Fnatic G2 and I was like reading like what are these people saying like they have no clue Dude, you that's have the no juice. clue Crowny cannot go to Mad Lions because yes. he hates Mac no no like send evidence heard it from no, a guy yeah they, they were saying like oh like he, he thought he was good he was overrated he he thought he was like top tier to, to go to Fnatic G2, but they took other people. Like he he bet on himself in the market and it didn't work out. It's com completely wrong. Like, yeah. you know, people just like to make up things anyway in their mind. But, um, and then and then I was like... <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just, yeah. it's so true. I've had no, that it's, it's for sure. But, yeah. um, and then I had to make a decision, like either I go to an ERL, uh, like to LFL in yeah. that split, or I try to like um, stream. And I knew Nemesis wanted to stream. And I knew LS and all of that. And um, Genji was very, like, um, I would like to shout out their CEO. We're, we're probably the nicest Arnold, person, yeah. Arnold, probably the nicest person in esports. Uh, he was, like, very nice and uh, accommodating. And then we just um, signed it. And then it's funny because I was supposed to leave. And I was in the living room, like, with my parents preparing the fight. And then my COVID test came out positive. So we had to delay it for, for like, a month back then, you know, because we had to, like, it was like still uh, more, uh, yeah. you know, complicated. <clears throat> and Korea has pretty strict. Yeah, it rules. was. It was very strict. Like if you if you tested positive, uh, the, you would be like quarantined for free. Like it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and with no like with no for, like nothing, you know, full like uh, quarantine, yeah. and you had to pay for it yourself. It was pretty like uh, tough. So then we just stay, and then I didn't know for how long we have to stay. Like until you test negative, you have to stay. And then something else happened where Nemesis got delayed, and then I remember like. <laughs> I got messaged by Vitality because it got so delayed that I, we were supposed to leave like start of January when LEC started and it got delayed for one month so long that Vitality asked me to try out and then join. So then I, I canceled the, the Korea trip because it deep down like or deep down like I still wanted to compete. Yeah. That was like my number one passion because I felt like I still have more to prove I suppose because I just felt like the last split was, was good, but I, I wanted more. And so many people told me, like, don't join. You know, it's, like, so bad for a career. Uh, but I, I legit felt like I, I could make a positive impact. Um, and again, it was not. It was legit just mostly me wanting to play. Yeah. Um, and then I joined Vitality, and then, I like, people love to hate on me that split, but we won, like way more games after I joined. And I think if I was from the start, I think we would have made playoffs, but it doesn't really matter, you know. And then um, in summer, we we got that, uh, you know, leader self-made roster. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> in scrims, we were doing super well. In, in May, we had like 80, 90% win rate. And even sometimes during the split. And I felt like for sure, <clears throat> individually, because if you look at the names in the second half, it was Shigenda, self-made, me, leader, Labro, and if you look at the placings now, like pretty high, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If we took that roster <coughs> right yeah, at this moment, people would be like, "Damn, yeah, that's yeah. scary." And I think we just got the worst possible matchup in playoffs. Like, I think Fnatic was for sure not the fifth team; they were like top two, right? In my opinion, 
I mean, they made it to the final. Yeah, that was the, that <laughs> yeah, was the that miracle really run. <laughs> that was like <laughs> yeah. back, like that they was the 18, the 18 yeah. games. Yeah, they were, yeah, I yeah. think they were really good, and I think they had like the best bot lane, and they had Niski playing TF and Bwipo passing bot. So it was like stil- stylistically. <laughs> so you didn't have much fun. Nah, yeah, it was stylistically pretty bad for us, I would say. And we, t- I mean, we took them to five games. I don't think I was a factor in the games, to be honest. But we also didn't really play for me. I was playing like it's more mid jungle. Yeah, right? I-, I was playing like Ash, and and I was getting, I was get. If you look, I was getting counter picked. We we're getting counter picked on AD support every game, but that doesn't really matter. Like uh, they-, they were better for sure to be two, that series. Um, and then after that, like I remember reading comments like, "Oh, they're so so bad, so bad bottling. Like they, they don't deserve to be in LEC." But it's funny because. That summer, like second half of summer, me and Labro had like the most to be two kills in the league. And I felt like we we're pretty good. Like, yeah, we understood what we want to play. Like we had like, some good virus games uh, and I felt like things were good. And but as uh, as we mentioned before, it's like the the memory thing in esports, I guess, mm-hmm. where like you're you like, yeah. you for sure kind of judged on your recent you're only as good as your most recent performance or sometimes sure. your highest placing yeah for sure and um for sure like after that i kind of had a feeling i mean i i played a lot of tryouts for lec and I, I ended up not being chosen for any it was like this free, is 2022 now yeah 2020 yeah like 2021 like off, off season, season into 2022 yep. yes yes exactly i played for like three teams I would say I deserved it, but I, you know, I could also but get into that, but just, it doesn't really matter. Just to backtrack for a second, sure, sure. how absolutely insane is it that we kept you in EU? Like, we literally needed random COVID to yeah, strike well, you down, yeah. to, to keep hold you, you in this and region. Ground you. I mean, I could, like, that is the only good I know there's positive a few other players that, that has come out of COVID I, I, for this region. That's I, I, what I'll I say. I can say I was mentally, I was ready to go to America, you know? Like, I, I just... <laughs> Like, I just felt like, I don't know why, like, I mean, I knew that, um, actually, I know why, because I knew in EU, probably most teams will not change ADCs, that split, because yeah. if you look at the ADCs, that split, it was like, pretty good names, you know, in like, all that, like, in all the teams above us, it was like, the teams above us were like, Mad, Karzi, and Schalke, who did the Miracle Run, like, Rogue. Uh, G2, Rogue, like, yeah. Hans, um, G2 Perks. Fanatic wreck, like it's hard to like get into one of those teams, right? It's yeah, very yeah. hard. AD like, was definitely like yes. stacked to the point it was of really like, locked stacked. in. Yes, exactly. So I was like, okay, like it's hard for me to get a, a better yeah. team here. And I wanted a change of pace. So But yeah. luckily for us, unnamed org or orgs <laughs> don't have their shit together and broke a verbal agreement with you, which while yeah. very despicable, mm-hmm. has worked out I, pretty well for us, hasn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, as I said, like um, there was a lot of weird circumstances for sure. And then, as I said, like last year, I, I was in academy, right? After after the off season. And I was like, for sure, I started like doubting myself a bit. I was like, hmm, maybe I'm doing something wrong, you know? Like maybe, maybe people are right. I think every pro player goes through this to a certain extent. Um, but uh, I guess uh, as, I, as I played in academy, I saw that I'm still like pretty good and then Last year was interesting, you know, overall. Um, yeah, I mean, it was didn't you for, for stomp ERLs last year? I mean, yeah, I think like, yeah, for I mean, in spring, we we're like 5 1, like stomping everyone, and then we lost finals 2 3, and then we had like the bad new masters, but then summer again, like bad start into doing really good, and then barely losing finals. So then I lost finals to, to players I thought I was better than, 
the whole year. And then I saw narratives on like, again, on like social media, you know, again, calling me like really bad. And I was like, okay, like I have to like this year, if like, I think um, I realized this year, if I do bad, I'm not going to be in LEC anymore. Like, you know, it's like very rare that you join, leave, join, leave. And again, you know, it's like very rare, right? Because yeah. it's like um, people get tired of seeing the same names oh, that yeah, are sure. like always doing like meh, you know? So yeah. I knew like... They'll gamble on someone else. Yeah, yes, they'd rather course, bet on a course, rookie at that point. I mean, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Exactly, right? So especially since the ERLs are getting, I would say, like a ton of hype nowadays. Yeah. Like as opposed to like years ago, I feel like there's a ton of hype on ERLs, you know, like uh, a lot of interest, a lot of like... Uh, talk about them so I knew like there's always going to be rookies that are going to like join the, the league so I really felt like okay I have to I have to perform you know I have yeah. to perform well so did this team when you joined mm-hmm. when you were getting ready mm-hmm. for 2023 for winter yes. did it feel different like did it feel like you guys had something special or were you unsure like what were what were your actual expectations you once you got this roster together and you guys were playing together I mean like before we got it together, I, I like I expected us to be like top half. Like uh, that was my goal. But then when we started scrims, I saw that we're actually taking games against everyone, even against like G two, who was really good in in December. We managed to to be pretty even at certain times. And then I was like, okay, like I was a bit uh, measured because it's scrims, right? And I've seen scrims be totally different than than reality. Yeah. But um, as I said, like. I played with Adam and Cheryl last year. Like I played with Adam in summer and with Cheryl the whole year. I knew Nook, knew Nook from Korea and I knew the coaching staff from, from last year. From a boot camp that you guys did in Korea at the start of 2022, right? Yeah, yeah, with Nook, like if, to, to decide the roster for summer. Um, yeah. I knew Nook and uh, he was, I knew from people he's very chill. Um, and I played with Labra already and I knew the coaching staff. And like Striker, who we got, also knew all the French players. So I knew there's like, existing like chemistry or connections whatever you want to call it and there's no expectations from the community like people are saying ninth, 10th and stuff which is understandable you know whatever um but then i saw like i saw the potential or whatever buzzword people want to use i saw that people are like you know playing well there's like good things promising things and i saw that a lot of teams had struggles with like either identity or synergy whatever you want to call it nowadays like they we kind of knew what we want to play. I was very like um, clear with Labro what we wanted to play, and we had a lot of discussions on, on how to play lane and and all of that. And I knew from before that we are good because I remembered the the split we played or like the year we played, even though our people didn't that much. Um, so I was like for sure cautiously optimistic. I would say I, I didn't know what to expect in like winter, um, but I knew like if we if we work hard and 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 are like stick to our identity and what works for us we can for sure surprise people yeah that's what i would say yeah and i mean i think it definitely showed i because like the biggest the two biggest surprises uh at the start of the year were you guys and sk and i think that i was yeah because i was one of the people that would have put you ninth or tenth because i was just like the bds year before you came on was such a train wreck Nuke did not have a good year. And while we weren't going to hold that against him, because when a team is doing bad, it's hard to pinpoint. Like when everyone looks bad, everyone mm-hmm. looks bad. You, no one, no one is safe when a team plays is that bad. For sure. Um, it was just like, 
and we'd seen you be good and place well and we like mm-hmm. there's some potential there we see adam be good and place well but it's like ah, uh, you know i've never i was never at the time a big fan of darth so i just was not ready to jump on the train at all and then you came on stage in your first game and i wanted to believe in your bot lane and lebron <laughs> played the worst heimerdinger game of his career was that against Koi? had to be was the yes first game Ash, Ash first he just, was he just Ash, whiffed was everything Ash, yeah. walked into cc it was it was rough and so yeah. I was, God, I was ready after that first game. I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> damn, rough for the yep, rough for BDS, pouring out for Crowny, you know? And then, you know, it was a little rocky, but it felt like you guys just got better and better every week. And even if it didn't pan out in best of threes, it felt mm-hmm. like you guys were just but consistently it, showing us more over the course of the split. Even the turnarounds from winter till now is yeah, pretty I think insane. That's a, that, that, that's well, the main one, I would say, yeah. What happened? Anything specific or is it just... I mean... I would say like in winter, I would say we we're pretty decent in the best of ones. Like we were like five four, but like for example, I've, I'm sure there was like, I think there was at least like the vitality game that we could have won. We we're like winning, but um, then in best of threes, I feel like um, we had a bit of a wrong meta read against Australis. Like we kind of played what we we're not we played like full like Casadin, like whatever you know, full scaling. Um, and then after winter, we realized you know that we want to like stick to what we are good at without going into too many details but um i mean people have you know they can they can they can, they check can watch your their games eyes. yeah I, I <laughs> they have whatever whatever yeah but um couldn't help but notice you don't play anything that isn't a scaling 80 carry crowny no but um i think we like we kind of realized that it's that we let it slip away like the wins kind yeah. of in best of freeze and it made maybe made everyone a bit more hungry, as like a cliche as it sounds. Like we realized that it is in our reach to be better. Mm. And I guess maybe some teams also regressed. I I don't know. I, I I'm not actually fully sure. Um, but I I guess we also just got even more sure in what we want to play in the meta, and we got like better at like playing around objectives and throwing less. So I guess it's just working out for sure. But I mean. For sure, there's an improvement from winter to spring. Like, we noticed it as well. And I think, it's just, I guess it's just, yeah. I would just have to give props to my teammates and my and my management and coaching staff because for sure, there, there's like a very visible improvement. Mm. Um, and mm. with like more discipline and more like, the, the whole team just feels more, uh, how to say, like, well crisp, I guess, well-rounded. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you went from yeah. fifth and then seventh to first and then locked top four like that turnaround to I, me is yeah i mean it's, I, like the first us getting first like i felt like we stole some wins you know like at least like the astralis game for sure like they were better than us in that game but we showed that like we don't need to stomp every early to win which is like yeah. all already growth like we already became better on behind, the track. yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly like but better, you yeah. But you, I mean, don't undersell yourself because you no, also sure, sure. threw some games. No, you also sure, sure. had some games no, where no, you no, had it, fat it's leads. It's and so, I mean, as many as you stole, no, sure, you like, also like, threw some away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the first game against Escape, <laughs> we were ahead. And then against G2, we were ahead. But I also, like, I don't know if the teams were, like, testing things or if we just leveled up that much. Um, but for sure, like, I could see improvement from everyone <clears> on my team. Like, uh, I think everyone is playing so well right now mm. on my team. Um, yeah, meta seems pretty good for you guys as I, well. I think so too, yeah. I, I think it's like, I guess it's a combination of things, but for sure I can see everyone like performing really well and it, it's very nice to see, you know. Uh, but uh, for sure, like going from 5-7 to 1-3 one, one, is like is a visible improvement, right? For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And overall, I mean, like 
props to you guys and the team because again this is this is something that came out of nowhere and that this year has been a story of teams and players that i didn't always didn't have yeah, high expectations it feels like coming. players that how do i word this in a way that makes sense players that were not the first choice in yeah. roles and were maybe overlooked on the team like lebrov on that vitality lineup or whatever yeah he was like the least shining star you know it was just surrounded by superstars and then like adam on Fnatic was supposed to be the issue or like someone to look to replace yeah, and yeah. luke was never got as good you were like going up and down to yeah. VRLs despite yeah. having the same. So it's not like first choice, but still like consistently good players, which are overlooked by top teams. And then yeah. they're all coming together to form like a. Like, like a, a really, I mean, a damn a good really team. Dumb, I also think Shio's insane. Like <laughs> this guy is like well, one of the was, best jugglers in the league. And I was going to say, that, that's the thing that I think is like really cool is to see this become. Because I think it was easy when the um, split started to see Adam had improved. Yeah, a lot. It was easy to see you and LeBron after the first few games, or maybe wasn't as or was a bit shakier. Were really good as no, a two v two, but now it's everybody. I feel no, like for sure. Now. Like I, I mean, I would like to shout out Nuke, Nuke and Shark because I think for like it's it's rare for rookies to join and to to play with a lot of confidence and like like be sure of of themselves, you know? Because mm. it's easy to like you know like. There is a difference between ERL and LEC, and a lot of like a lot of people who do the jump, they don't um, adjust well. But yeah. I was even surprised, like I was also surprised how fast he learns and stuff, and just uh, you know like, I think his Wukong is like for sure like probably the best in LEC. I would say like, I think he's just insane at playing skirmishes, you know, even mechanically and and just his overall like instinct about the game. And also I think Nuke like, um, and we had an insane best of three, honestly. Yeah. And I think like. I don't know if it helps them because they they're actually friends and they know each other from before. So maybe that just makes everything easier because if you have people who know each other and are friends with each other and know that because it's let's be honest, like it's rare for people to be friends in teams like close friends, you know? Yeah, like, that's the reality. Yeah. Like even two people being close friends is kind of rare. Like two two people that really want to play with each other. A lot of times, so many things need to align for that to happen. And here, I guess it did align and. Yeah, I mean, I think they're doing insane. Uh, I think they're doing insane for sure. I think it's a collective effort from everyone, from like management to coaching staff to players. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm also a bit surprised. I for sure thought like we can contest the top spots, um, but I knew it's gonna, you know, it's gonna take a lot of effort and like improvement. Mm. And I mean, I guess we're showing that for now, yeah. It's hard to it's yeah. hard to crack a smile on your face, even when you got a pentakill. Yeah, you instant know, reaction mean, was screaming to go with dragon. Uh, everyone I, else was laughing. Yeah, everyone else is like, you "Oh, we got like, the penta." You're like, "Go drag!" Go you, drag. you didn't even ask for it. You didn't yeah. say anything. I mean, okay, like th there was. I was talking with my uh, with my coach or like with Labra about this. Like there was an interview with Chovy where like he he said that Pace is talking about going to MSI, and Chovy was like. Oh, he's still a rookie. Like he's gonna get hit by life soon, you know. <laughs> like, like he's gonna get hit by 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 reality, what yeah. happens in league, you yeah. know, by reality. So, I mean, for sure, like I was happy. To be honest, like when I got the triple, I was like, okay, probably I can get the penta. But I mean, it's it's on Zeri, you know. People downplay it anyway, and I was like, I was just focused on winning because yeah. I mean, it was my first penta. Yeah, I agree. Um, but um, yeah, I mean. I would say I got more mature, I guess, or just try to be more measured. I see what you mean. So, like, the small wins are good and you'll celebrate them in your head, but you're really looking forward to, like, the bigger goals. I mean, to me, it's like I told myself I have to prove myself, like, no matter what. And yeah. I believed in myself across the years that I can be on the top of the league. But until I'm there, like, okay, like, for sure top three is good, right? And I don't want to sound cocky or anything. Like, 
but um, it's it's still like uh, only middle of spring kind of right. Yeah. I mean, like there's still a lot left of the year. Yeah. And um, my goals are higher than this because I have stuff to prove to myself. Where like all the periods I went through where I was close to retiring or stopping to play or or start you know streaming instead of playing or where I was so unsure of myself. Um, I want to to really like prove to everyone to all the teams that overlooked me and all the people that that said what they said about me i just want to prove them wrong you know yeah um, that sounds sick dude yeah i mean i don't know it sounds like cliche no hell, i can but, see it already I mean, when, dude when you your motivation it. comes from where your motivation yeah. comes no, from. no for sure for sure if you told me there was just some pretty person who said if you win a split i'll date you i'm like that's fine that's the plot of half of the animes ever bro who cares whatever motivates you dude whatever it's the animes it. ever it's so true it's actually true yeah it's, it's actually true no no um but yeah i mean it's it's also not only that like it's just um for example like uh, I think there's just people on my team who also deserve to win you know yeah and they deserve to be in the top of the league and to be like uh, recognized for how good they play for for example like Labro right I think I mean I when even in 2021 when I played with him I thought he was insane and I don't know I don't know exactly circumstances or last year why it didn't click. But again, when I started playing with him now, I was like, this guy is so good, you know. Like he pretty much um, plays almost everything. Mm. And he's just, you yeah. know, he's always like pushing, always like reviewing stuff. And uh, the the conversations flow so easily about like what we can do better. And I can like really see the drive he has. So it also also motivates me yeah. to, 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 you know, uh, work very hard. So I, I would say it's a combination of things. And... Because to me, it doesn't feel like I've been playing for four years, you know? Like, when I, when I think back, I don't know how you guys feel, but yeah. 2019 doesn't feel like four years ago to me. No, 2020 20 and 21 yeah. just feel it, like yeah, they're like really blue, right? together. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, I remember probably other people felt, like, a bit similarly when, when it moved to online for, like, a long, long period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I it felt, like... So weird, right? Like if even, you talk to me about the difference between yeah. 2020 and 2021, yeah. those are the same year yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I only realized they were different years when I was looking through your player history, and yeah. I'm like, those were two separate years. They no, felt exactly the same. No, no, for sure. And I think especially because in like um, in esports, if you if you don't make it to worlds and stuff like the 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 fall months, like the autumn months, like September, October, it's like you're at home. So like, for me at least, I don't have many mem like memories of very memorable things I do back then. So you're just kind of waiting for the next split, right? Mm -hmm, so, yeah. so it's like, you have a feeling that it skips super fast. So then when I realize, okay, like it's four years, I'm like, okay, I, I need to do something this year to 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 have, you know, something memorable that, that I achieved. Um, yeah. th that, that's how I feel. And um, yeah. Slightly off topic though, sure. just random tidbit. So Genji won, right? Yeah. And coming to MSI, you know, Pays is seventeen. He's oh yeah, true. He's born in two thousand and five. Yeah. Two thousand and five. Yes. Is he's, I don't know if he's the youngest player at the tournament, but the fact that he's he playing at MSI, it's like crazy, yeah. that stuff is just. I know in like a couple of years time we're gonna have like a two thousand eight boy just rock For up. For sure. And I'm just gonna be like. Bro, how are we gonna? We're gonna have to stop. We're gonna, we're gonna have to hire somebody younger to do this podcast. I can't. Yeah, gonna be, I can't interview a seventeen-year-old. I just like I. Can't, we're like, gonna be in our like mid thirties, late forties. I don't know. Do, like, do you like? Did you like have cartoons as a kid? Like, did, did, what you did have you an grow iPad? up with? Like, did you play Wild Rift as a yeah, child? Yeah, like, like, is this how you got into league? So, 
What? Oh, you had your first MMO, World of Warcraft. No, no, no. Oh, Blade Wall and Wallstar. Oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> no, I can't, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the age. I, I like it. I, I, uh, I saw it because he like uh, did like the Royal Road where you like win in your first split. Yeah, he broke records which, as well. Which is yeah. crazy, right? Um, and it for sure puts it into perspective. Like, um, it, it's crazy, right? Because it's so like unexpected, and someone comes in 2005, like. That, that's like it's 2005 like <laughs> you, you can't even imagine right like like it's it's crazy to yeah. me as well for sure but it's just uh yeah i mean for sure it uh brings out a feeling in me where you know i feel i put even more pressure in myself to win or to like achieve things that i think are um yeah like goals uh, mm. goals i set for myself i suppose uh for sure yeah yeah i think like the whole age in esports thing as much as it's like let's sign a young player i think it's slowly like 2019 yeah. to 2021 i don't know yeah. if you agree but i feel like if you were over 24 or 25 you're off the I list mean, straight I away a, i have a really funny story about <laughs> this actually i so said it on the stream but i remember like 2019 uh it was my 21st birthday in april right yeah and uh i was reading like a reddit comment or twitter comment about a player who was born in the same year as me but just a few months later and they called him young, and they called me old. <laughs> and they said I was old at 21. And it was super funny Ancient. to me. It was super funny to me because I know in sports, people actually join leagues after college, which is like 23, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, theoretically, like, sports are more physically intensive than, than league. Yeah. Like, physically at least. Yeah, yeah. And people peak at around like 27, 28. So I was like, what? How am I old at 21? Like... Like what? Crazy, like like dude. this this um, perception, right? But yeah. I think it, it changed a lot when, um, first of all, like there was the narrative about world finals, like, but, oh, there's never been an AD carry below twenty one that won, and then Deft won, and then Faker has been playing for ten years. Yeah, like I think these players from Korea have changed the perception a bit, or like Odomne winning the split and playing for so long. I think it for sure changed the perception a bit. Yeah. Because I remember in past years, it was like really... Yeah, like, if you're not on... If you're over like 22, crazy. 23, uh, yeah, we'll take the yep. rookie. Like, yeah, for we sure. are going to make... It's because... You know what I think that was in, in the West? I think that was because of Caps. Not his fault, mm. obviously, but people saw Caps come in really young and they yeah. were like, this every, guy's every insane. New, every new rookie... I'm going to find was, the new Caps. Yeah, 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 every, yeah. Every, new, every rookie was supposed to be the new Caps. Yeah. Every rookie. It was, it's so yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember hearing it from teams and from... Next, this guy's next caps, yeah, next cap. but yeah. caps is like caps, right? Like it's, it's rare to find, you know, players like that. for uh, sure. Let me let me think. Someone told me Humanoid was the next caps. I've been told by uh, players that Nemesis was the next caps. I Some got of these told, did age pretty well, though. I got yeah. For Deficio sure they, they, they showed really me well. a Yasuo montage of Leader and told me Leader was the next caps. <laughs> this was when he was still a caster. Yeah, because uh, like, in 2019, <laughs> after after the GT 2019 in 2020 off season, everyone would just look for someone who's really high low, mid lane or whatever, and they're it's really true. young, and then they're like. That's my guy. That's my caps. <laughs> and then half of them didn't work. Some of them did work, you know. Some but worked. Um, I mean, shout out to that generation of mid laners. Uh, humanoid, humanoid Larson, Nemesis was yeah, a yeah, sick generation of mid laners. Yeah, Humanoid Larson, Nemesis, Caps. No, and Caps like, was before era. them. Yeah, but I mean, humanoid humanoid before, Larson, but Humanoid yeah, Larson, Nemesis all came they in. They all joined in the oh, same yeah, year. Oh yeah, Humanoid was Splice. Larson came out of school to Rogue. Yeah, in summer. Yeah, And Nemesis joined in Yeah, that 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 like that. Talent pool was pretty crazy, for sure. Jesus. Yeah, Caps era was not even... It was just after Perks. Was there anyone else who joined while Caps joined? Nemesis joined the year after? No, I think, I think it was after. mostly... I think that, that year was the most. Like, it was free mids. And then some yeah. of them left to NA, and then it was, like, shuffles around. But yeah. no, for sure, like, uh, 
the to go like uh, the age thing is like I think it was for sure uh, partly that and uh, I guess people having this narrative that like I think the wrong narrative was like that all oh, your reaction time will slow down and you won't be able to play mechanical chimes I, I think it's not that I think it's more about like your priorities change yeah, and you can't play 16 hours a day grinding and keeping up with the patch changes. Mm. I think that's the ma- that's the main one, yeah. In, yeah. My, in my opinion. I yeah. think on a human level, I know that there is a certain point or a certain age where your reaction times yeah. do diminish and that there have been studies on that. For but sure. I agree that in my experience, it's just at a certain point you've spent... Because when you're a pro, your entire life is league. Yeah. There's literally no, not true, enough true. space in your no, life even, to do anything else. Yeah. So at some points... Pros want to try to get yeah. both yeah. where they can have a normal life and they can also do league. Yeah. And most, in my experience, for most people, that balancing act is re- either really hard or yeah. just doesn't work. Uh, Not no. that you can't. There are people who have made it work. But like for most people, it's you can't have a relationship or have other hobbies or do other things with your life and also commit full time to being a, mm-hmm. a League of Legends yeah, pro. Yeah, no, no, no for sure. I think maybe it's like since before, you all you did was a league and then... Maybe you try to go too much in the other direction or like you can't find the balance, as you guys yep. said. For sure, it's like, uh, I would say that's the main like um, reason it's, it's, it's hard in esports. Yeah, I also think you just lose interest. I think when you play something for like 10, for sure. 10 years, you don't really find as much fun and you see other people coming yeah. in and they're having so much fun. You're kind of like envious of them. Yeah. Kind of reinvent the wheel to make yourself have fun. Again no, I think, you, I think it's a like, very, very good point. I think you have to find ways to ha- make the game fun. Because I remember, I can tell you guys, like 2020 spring, when we we're like knife, there was like a period where I played like 30 MF games in a row in scrims. Like legit, like at least like 27, first week MF or one to MF. And I was like... Oh, is that MF Thresh it was, it was like the MF Aphelios, if you remember. Like Aphelios came out, mm-hmm. it was super mm-hmm. P, and MF with the Doran stack mm-hmm. was super P. Yeah. And I was only playing that, losing most of the games, and I was like... Like you're just beating your head against yes, the wall. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> smashing my head in the wall. And Bro, what are you talking sh- about? MF is sick. Think about all how you you got to look at where <laughs> the minion that? is. You can cue the minion, no, like, yeah, for and sure. you kind of like push E. She's oh, she's a sick <laughs> like, champion. You stand also, was still. that the one where you like was that the MF where you like got Zerker Greaves on first base and like ran mid with Strut where you're no, super like fast? You 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 stack the Doran's blades. Yeah, remember? yeah, it was like uh, two Doran's like blades, blades tank, yeah, yeah, triple Doran's into Infinity PT, and you had like sub tanky and so yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that one. That was awful. And 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 I was like. You know, like for sure that like you play the same thing and the results don't change and you just think like, you know, I what am can't, I doing? Yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, like yeah. the meta is the same. I cannot innovate or I don't know how to. I cannot change the results. What was the point, you know? But then either the game took a different turn or where I felt like you can actually innovate more. And that's, I think that's one of the main things that I find like enjoyment in is where I feel like I play something that not many people do. like. For example, I even remember like 2019, I, I picked Jinx like a few games and won against like G2 in, in your regular season mm-hmm. when they threw or like, or when I played Cogmore like 2020 summer, like Twitch into, into Ezreal. Uh, I, that's like one of the main enjoyments personally I have because it feels like you're not, um, you know, you're going against the grain a bit. And if you can prove that it works, it's like a different way of looking at the game, you know, because people are very like, uh, rigid, I would say, in the way they view. Yep. I think it's partly because if you always play the same thing and it goes bad, you are not going to get blamed for playing the same... Like, Let's say I play something new and it goes horribly. Everybody's going to say, oh, like, 
what is this guy doing just trolling what what are they what is this pick why yeah, do you do it whereas if you suck Even, on like, something that exactly. people play they, it's like, just you yeah for, for example g2 is testing a lot of things right and they're like don't do that good on it and then people say oh like oh this is so bad why are they picking this here but you know, if if it, if it does good, people would not yeah. say that, right? If so, they went well, they'd be yes, like, "Oh my god, yes. they're so smart." And and, like, and when yeah. you, like when there's like job security on the line, in for example, like um, you know, when you're like in more bottom teams and you're like a bit scared, like you're just trying to play to to secure your spot. A lot of times, people just prefer to be safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I would say that's like a very very like thing I uh, enjoy a lot, like trying to find like um. Uh, new meta things because I feel like the game is very like uh, deep like it has a lot of depth in what is actually viable uh, like champions and all of this so I would say that's like a very big part in in keeping it exciting because yeah. for sure if if the meta is always the same and stale then after like what like 10 years of grinding for most people actually most people have played league for at least like 10 years Yeah, I would say or like at least more than like five, six, seven. Yeah, I would say like season three, season four. Yeah, 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 sweet spot. I mean, yeah, yeah. and at your point in your career, you've seen it all. You've been here for yeah, the hyper carry metas. Yeah, you've been for sure. here for the aggro early game. Yep. You've been here for the utility. And that's it. We just kind of cycle between those three it's things. It's, 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 so, it's so funny. Like, like it literally, <laughs> it's, a, it's like a constant cycle between the same, like similar or same champs. The, it's constant cycle. Like, okay, this is good. Then this gets served. And that's good. And that counter is good. It's actually always like, the more you play, I think that's like why, why I think experience is actually more important than people think. Because the more metas you go through, the more you remember, oh, uh, three years ago when this was OP, uh, that champ countered it. And then you mm. can like play it again, you know, and you can see yeah, this like agreed, this year yeah. for sure. Like there's a lot of picks that um, pop up and then like counters to them also pop up. Mm. Um, and I think that's like a big, big part of like why playing longer gives you advantages since you go for so many like similar situations in teams like uh, or like similar problems and yeah. then you have more like uh, connections like in your head on how you fix them in the past that's at this league right it's just such a there's so many outcomes of the game that yeah. the more you play it the more outcomes you can kind of remember i think so I, you, I think so do you see yourself as a veteran because you are the most veteran player on that roster did you feel like I, a veteran I, I think so i mean i don't know what like the exact definition would be but yeah. i feel like i've played enough like i guess this is my fourth year in LEC. You're a veteran, yeah. Yeah, I, I, would, <laughs> yeah. Say, I would say so. Like, I, I've seen, like, a lot of, like, different metas, a lot of, like, of the same mistakes people doing games and, like, yeah, you know, like, the draft philosophies or what works, what doesn't work. So I, I would say so, yeah, I would say so. Um, talking about kind of botlane meta right now, mm -hmm. I'd love to get your, your take on. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask you how you feel about Lucian Nami. <laughs> Oh, I, I, he I, hates I, it. I he hates it. Hate it, and I'm not. I'm not good, so I can't. I'm not really allowed to have an opinion. Um, Every time we cast it, it gets picked. He's molding, I'm molding. <laughs> this champ looks. I mean, I know. I'm sure it does good in scrims, but on stage, this champ. I mean, I I cannot like give you my full analysis of it, but I mean, I have not picked it this split, I believe, or maybe one game. I don't actually remember. I think we didn't. I think um, there's more optimal things to do, in my opinion. Yeah. To to not like my coach tech will be mad if I if I say no. Too yeah, much. no, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for sure, like it works better in other like Asian regions, I would say. But even like I don't I don't know. I feel like people like to feel fancy. I would say. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, no, like I, actually, like actually, I think it's actually like that. Like mm -hmm. it's like you know, it's like that's gonna it's be very. 
it's very how to say it, like uh, execution based. Right? Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. have to like really p- like play to your limits and like squeeze out the the most possible like um, mm-hmm. windows of, of of pressure and play so well. And I think the meta also shifted from winter. It's not the same, so it's a bit worse. And I probably that's like the most yeah. I can say. But um, for sure, I think there's yeah like. Uh, for sure, I uh, understand why why you don't. Yeah, like I think the last person I saw play Lucian was Leaf on EDG. They played it against JDG in like this upper bracket finals, and yeah. they just got smashed. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah like even I, in LPL, it, does, it doesn't work. I feel like EU, uh, I, you hate Lucian Nami. I hate Varus. I don't know why, but oh. I feel like LPL made this transition like a, maybe two weeks ago from Varus to like Zeri Jinx Ophelios Aphelios, only. Yep. Yep. And like EU is still like, yeah, Varus OP, yep. first big Varus. And I'm just like, bro, when Zaya's banned and Zeri's banned, I just feel like Aphelios, as much as you might want Varus, like you can just first pick something else. If you cannot like, team fight like an LPL team, please stop playing on hit Varus. That's my pledge. Because this is not the first time that Varus has been good. I remember metas where Varus Tom mm-hmm. Kench was the it's bot true, lane and they would just die all mm-hmm. the time. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's true, it's true. But a, a, like, a, like LCK, LPL always love Varus DK and in EU it was never like... On Hitvars in you was never really played that no, much. No. Yeah. Uh, no, for sure, like, I think, I mean, I also think, like, um, Aphelios from LPL LCK compared to EU Aphelios is way better, in my opinion. Mm, yeah. To not, like, give away too much. Like, I think they're way better at playing with the champ bro, and bro, the champ. They never have the wrong guns. The, in you, everyone has. Uh, that's all I would say. Everyone has the wrong guns. So. Everyone has the wrong guns, bro. The, the LPL the amount, guns. If, you have, no, if I see you walk into a team fight with purple and red, and you do yeah. not have ten ammo left for the swap, you're Cephalios. It's Ermo crazy. They, they, you're griefing. Like, you are absolutely yeah. hard trolling. Yeah. Leave, leave, leave an able, leave an able. Yeah, and even best. Guma was playing it like yeah. in their finals when they're even though when they were losing. But yeah. Guma was like the best player in that final. No, anyway. he was smurfing. He was smurfing. Um, but yeah, like they play a Filios Thresh, like the purple gun timing on oh, the level two gank, level three, level five gank. It's like yes. it's insane. It's, it's completely different compared to you in my opinion. The amount of shurikens these guys have in yeah, these they're, fights. They're, like, they're like twenty-five shurikens. <laughs> like I was watching Berserker in the A as well. Like um, they're playing against like uh, Golden Guards. They're like ten k down, and then there's like one 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 Nash fight when he has like twenty-five shurikens. I think I even like tweet about it. But like yeah, like twenty-five shurikens, he crit for like one point three k, like perfect gun guns. But yeah, I, to be honest, in you I don't see this, but. Um, uh, but yeah, I think I think for sure there's like some champs that are better in you than 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 different regions, mm. and I think it could either be teams trying to make like trying to explore how much they can make work, or just thinking that's the optimal thing to do. I don't know. Like yeah. I'm not in I'm not in the draft meetings, but um, for sure I think it's like there is things that if you want to win, they will make it easier for you to win than 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 yeah. more yeah. like super high execution super like narrow timings in the game uh, like you know for for sure, for I, sure. Yeah. I, I think i'm not giving away too much no 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 no, no 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 you're for fine sure. and i and i think generally um that's always been a struggle through every every yeah. year of yeah. lec is that there's teams who want to push themselves yeah. to play really high execution yeah. stuff and it usually for most teams, ends up costing them a lot of wins. And while I can understand that that's the way that you want to play because it pushes you to be better, yeah. sometimes you just need to pick Orn top and play Jinx. You know what I mean? Like not no, Or equivalent in this sure. meta. You know, you just need to simplify what your win conditions are and how you win the game. No, no. I mean, I completely agree. I think it's just either, it's, as I said, like either it's like um, it should probably about half like trying to push 
each other, uh, like um, push the team to to try more like high execution stuff, and more, um, I guess, just just having a different view of the, of the game, I suppose. Yeah. But um, generally, what I noticed is like the longer the year goes, the more people tend towards the safer style. You know, yeah. when it goes to like best of fives for worlds. Probably people will play differently. I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I agree for sure. Yeah. But uh, I mean, as I said, it's like, I guess it's like halfway of the year kind of right now. Yeah. So there's yeah. still like <clears throat> games left, you know. I remember, was it Rogue? I think it was 21 or 22 where they were playing like Lucian mid and all this random stuff yeah. throughout the year. And everyone Just was like, like Jay's top every game. Yeah, they're yeah. trying yeah. to every styles. game. And, and then that was the Rogue time meme was alive and well in that era. Yeah, they I always played it. like the three winning lanes yep. and with Inspired or something. And then later yep. on in the season, I feel like Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they went back to like good old scaling, good old team fight. And no, I like think they just got they, they got practiced it all year. Kicked around. A I think lot. the rogue time thing hit them, and then they changed it. But yeah, I think yeah, I agree. I mean, there's way more room to explore in earlier season. For yeah. sure, I, I would say it's. I, I would say it's for sure partly that. I don't know how much, but for sure it's a big. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a part of the part of the reason. Why. Yeah. So you guys have already made it to the upper bracket. You're yeah. sitting pretty, um, but now you got a best of five in front of you. Yep. And our wonderful writer, Evan, pointed out that this was your first best of five since you were on Vitality playing against Fnatic yes. in the yes. LEC. Last time, you were also playing against Upset. Back then, they were the best bot lane in the league. They were going <laughs> bot every single game. They're not going bot every single game, but they still look like a pretty good bot lane. How, how do you feel about this best of five? What are your, what are your thoughts? Are you feeling ambitious? The BDS train just keeps going? I mean, bot lane-wise, um, if I don't like uh, talk about me and Labro, I would put... Um, Vitality and G2 as like the two best ones. Mm. I mean, I don't know, like, in, in, I guess interchangeably, they, they play a bit differently. But for sure, they're like very good players. Like, I think every single Vitality player is very good. So um, it should be like a very competitive best of five, I hope. I think like uh, it should be pretty hype also. Um, I think uh, they will push us for sure. Because mm. like, I think a lot of our like best of freeze now, it feels like we weren't really like challenged on what we want to do. Like we got everything we wanted. Uh, we they don't contest Drakes, they don't contest objectives. Like I get some champs I've played a lot this split. I don't, I don't know if I'm. I think I'm not revealing anything. Yeah, I don't want I don't you to know. reveal no, anything. No, no. You like, play champs that you've shown that you can play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I. I the champ I pentakilled on, I guess, but no, anyway. Like, yeah, so but, they should. Uh, mm. yeah, mm. <laughs> Who could it be? Well, it be? Let me check yeah. his history of pentakills. Yeah, oh. I mean, for sure, like, as I said, like, for sure, I think Vitality will be a bigger challenge, even like overall, like uh, from the year, I would say they're like the one of the better teams for sure in like scream wise. And uh, I think they have like very experienced players. They, they, they're all, you know, they, they have a good view on the game, I would say. Yeah. So, and it's a best of five. And in best of five, it's like, it's still, a bit different than best of three, you know, because you have more like wiggle room and like it's a lot about adaptation. Like a lot of times, best of fives, you ban something at the start and then in the middle you completely like go, comf you know, banning what what worked in the games and yeah. And it's a lot about like how you adapt the game to game. So it should be pretty fun, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, Bo definitely had like one of the most insane yeah. best of threes. Yeah, that was crazy. That's yeah, because that turnaround I was. was I was wild. I was wondering what version of Vitality you were gonna see because they were yeah they had some like pretty shaky games. But they bombed out a best of three loss as well, right? Yeah, they now some, upsets here. Now upsets here, and um, upset has been super consistent regardless of yep. what the rest of the team has been doing. But now as a whole, and definitely especially Bo, this just was the Bo show this past um this past weekend was was crazy, yeah, and so it's like this isn't gonna feel like 
to me, if you beat Vitality here, you're really beating Vitality. There's no like, yeah. oh, you know, we no they were struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no asterisk. There's yeah, no like, true. oh, you know, Bo no, no, was for sure, for blah, 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 blah. Like I mean, that's, and that, I think that's cool. For, for sure. I mean, I also feel like Shell did really good against both the both times we played. Like, I think in, in winter, I think he like on, almost won that game alone. Like where, like, was he at least least in game where he like yeah, invaded no, his red? No, no. Um, the winter game was the Wukong game where they played Varus Ash. Oh, we, were, yeah. we were playing Lushinami and we were like losing early pretty hard, but then Shell like solo killed him twice in jungle and then like he was finding like mm. he, he solo killed perks on bot lane like at minute 40 when <laughs> perks was playing this year. Like, like I think he was he was playing really insane. So I would say um as I said, like I think all of my teammates are in very, very good form right now and they're and Vitality is in good form. So in my mind it should be a very exciting series. And uh, you know, I'm I'm for sure very excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm ready for two. I'm really thrilled about this best of five. But now we got to figure out who else is going to join you in the best of fives. We have uh, four more best of threes before we even start there. Mm-hmm. So it's first it's Fnatic versus Mad. Winner plays Astralis. Then it's G2 versus SK. Winner plays Koi. Uh, let's start with Fnatic versus Mad sure. into Astralis. Like, how do you how do you feel about these three teams in general? Do you think that mm-hmm. like Astralis is just the clear favorite? Uh, do you think it's an easy choice? Um, no, I would I wouldn't say it's an easy choice. I would say I think Fnatic will beat Mad mm-hmm. in my opinion. Really? Yes. Interesting. Why yeah. no, What? Why do you think Mad has have been struggling from your perspective? Because they went from I mean, good I mean, team to I, very not good team. I, I feel like quickly. they're not sure what what identity they have. I mean, it sounds so cliche to say, <laughs> oh, you know, team identity, uh, but I feel like they're like not one hundred percent sure on what they want to play. Because even if you look at their best of three against Vitality, they're like trying like different things in the bo- in both of the games. Mm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird to me too because they were second in in winter, and I, yeah. I thought they were pretty good. And yeah, I don't know what happened because there was not the break was not that long, right? It's like it was like what a week and ten, then ten days. Yeah, I think yeah. like ten days match True. between like the end and the and the start. But I feel like Fnatic has found like um, kind of what works for them to a certain extent, and I think the best of three against the was pretty close actually. Like I think if they don't get Nash stolen that third game, or if they play like some of the fights a little bit better they can for sure win mm-hmm. but i would say that this this group is pretty close actually because for sure like mad lost now but they can still like change and, and find something that works for them yeah and like just... remove the lucianami <laughs> they played it both games <laughs> both games yeah <laughs> like they played like lucianami j strandle or something yeah. that's pretty weird right like yeah i don't think i'm giving away too much i think a lot of people could see it um yeah, yeah so sure. i think like I guess if they find something that works better for them, but a lot of times when you're losing, you just try to like grip at anything that would stick, you know, because yeah. there's nothing that really works. So you're just constantly trying to like get new ideas. Oh, what about this? What about, oh, this worked two weeks ago. Oh, what if we like, you know, yeah. so it's hard to find like stability, I would say. So I guess that's their like challenge, but I would say Fnatic is favorites for me, but um, I think they they like are pretty good in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and against Australis, I could say I could see it being a close best of three again because I think their their best of three against Fnatic was really close. It went to like three games, and the games were pretty back and forth, like constantly. Yeah. Like both teams were doing like good things, I would say. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I mean, like uh, maybe maybe Australis is still like slightly favor uh, favored. Yeah. Um, but I could like easily see I'm not easily, but I could for sure see Fnatic like getting out of that group. 
I agree. Um, I think for me, it's yeah. it's like the big thing about the Astralis Fanatic matchup is that generally I just Kavi and Jonkman are really good. They are, yeah. Uh, they're just like, they're they are, sick. They and I think they're better than Requis Abbey, and I don't think that's like a bold statement. And so I think that we said this before, or I've said this before, but I think the pressure is really on yep. uh, mid jungle yep. then, top side to be side, yep. really big. But Oscar's no slouch. And I think that like humanoid Razlurk on a good day yes. are not gonna like they're they're gonna be fine they're just a fine matchup so i just think the edge like to me on paper the edge is for astral so unless like fanatic unlock a higher level or show us better coordination Mm. like it comes down a lot to how they like draft on the day if astralis maybe grief some drafts but like on paper to me astralis are the favorites here but it was close last time like you highlighted like it was not like the cleanest series but yeah i think that astralis are the safe bet i would say to make it out of the group i'm just worried about the humanoids champion pool for both series because like i feel like mid meta right now is really like lissandra leblanc ari kind of like i will set up my side lanes for success but he was playing like oriana and stuff especially against astralis where they play like irelia nautilus in a full fist fight hover mid uh, jungle mid support every game and humanoids like humanoids normally a guy that i would expect to know the weird matchups like you know to to be like really comfortable there and so especially when that f- the first game the Lissandra game first game Lissandra game yeah you played two Lissandra games yeah the first one yeah especially when the first one was going a little wrong i was i was like actually caught off guard um because i really expected him to have the answer you know what i mean like they blind picked on three aurelia right no, 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 I don't like, the exact draft, but everybody yeah, played Oriana, Maokai, no, Mordekaiser yeah, top side. Like, I think I oh, was, the Mordekaiser game was... I was really surprised when, when Astralis get Irelia Sedrani into triple AP top side. Yeah. And leader, you know leader is probably the best Irelia on the server. And yeah. you know he plays it. And you got triple AP. It's a, it's a bit weird to and me. And Nautilus as well. And yeah, Varus. I mean like, like, yeah, and you're playing like Varus. Like you have triple P and you have an on hit virus. And yeah. virus is like a little bit I would AP. say like 40, like 40%. It's not like he will build crit and like do for like 600 crits. Like he his W is magic, you know. Like it's not like you're <laughs> going like a triple AP to make your ADC really broken. Like, because that really is gonna have Merck, she's gonna have Wits End. Yeah. Like whatever he Merck's like, Wits End is the so it's such disgusting yeah. itemization. And for sure, like, so like probably Which after they though. they picked it, they realized, you know. So in my mind, I don't see them doing that again. Mm. But obviously, Astralis will also have stuff prepared because obviously people, you know, you, you always prepare like extra things for best of freeze. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, as I said, like I could see it being a, a competitive best of free because sometimes Astralis does have tendency to like overstep a bit. And I still think Fnatic have good, like good players that can yeah. like, you know. Yeah. I, I just also wonder where's like Humanoid Akali. I think Akali is like really playable right now. Syndra's really playable. But I mean, like... I was, yeah. And this is the game one that I now had to look at the draft. Remember, it was the blind Yone. He has oh, the luxury yeah, of counterpick. Yeah. They ban no other mid laners. They ban Braum and Renata from bot lane in second phase from Astralis. So he can pick whatever he wants into Yone. And I don't know enough about this match to say, oh, there's a clear counterpick that he should have gone for. But like when you lock in Lissandra there with perfect information, I assume that you're going to do more than just kind of like slowly lose in that matchup. And that was a game where I just, that humanoid was pretty invisible that game. And like a lot of other things I mean, were... They also played Lissandra Maokai. Like yeah, it's yeah, just, the, like double AP. Like know? they're just, yes. I don't know. Then the next game they play Lissandra Vi and everything looks different. Like they're yeah. getting kills. The and, game the thing looks is, good. Just, and the thing is, if Lissandra Maokai was going to work, it would probably be against the champion. And admittedly, Yone can like, you know, he can hop back and he can be unstoppable or whatever. But like he built Berserker's Griefs. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He, he didn't even to, yeah. build... He, he has, has to, to yeah. right? So he didn't even... And then I know, yeah, like obviously yeah. that's optimal optimization for him, but he didn't even build Merc Treads. Yeah. So if there was one mid laner 
you can kill with double AP. It's yeah, a guy who builds uh, no MR and yeah. not Mercury. I just, I just feel like, I don't know, I see some of these mid-jungle picks. And like Maokai can work if you're playing like Renekton or, or Jay Smith or something like this. But also like in the LCK and the LPL, they would never really share damage share unless it's Sejuani in some cases. But yes. like they'll always play like Ari Wukong, Lissandra Vai, mix and match, LeBlanc, yeah. uh, Lee Sin, just mix match everything no matter what. Just same foundation. Um, so when you're playing just like Lissandra Maokai, it just feels like optimization is just so limited for you when they're playing like Sejuani GP especially. Like, what is Lissandra Maokai going to do to Sejuani GP in, like, a topside Herald fight? You know, you, yeah. uh, just optimization is what I would say for these picks. And I feel like when Humulon and Razor get these picks and they're on it, like, they seem pretty good when they're playing, yeah. like, Talia Wukong and they're diving bot yes. in that game. It looks good, but, yeah. The, the, that's why, That's why. like, I'm, I'm wondering, like, that's why I mentioned Fnatic, because I feel like after you play that series and you review it, you see that that was not optimal, right? And, yeah. I mean... Probably you'll not do the same thing again. Probably. I don't know. That, that's why like, I was inclined to say that it might be closer than maybe some people think. Because mm -hmm. um, generally after, you know, you will change things. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, maybe they think it was good or whatever. But um, I, I would say I, I would say it's going to be pretty close best of threes. I think like, yeah. the games will be exciting to watch. Yeah. And the other group, uh, a team that you have some personal experience against, SK going up against G2, winner going up against Koi. Oof, feels like g2 is the safest bet to yes. make it out of this group um despite some questionable decisions and questionable performances yes. in that koi series i mean i would say g2 after a loss is is scary you know it's like you you poke the bear and then and then they <laughs> and then they like you know they get a bit more like uh, crisp on what they pick they like lock in mm -hmm. a bit maybe test a bit less so that's why i would put them as favorites yeah. against sk and koi and sk looked I mean, like, don't get me wrong, you guys played well, but SK looked real lost. Game one especially. Game two looked a little bit better, but it fell apart so so much more quickly. I mean, I... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, would, I would put G2 as far, personally. Yeah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like, the, you know, they're still, like, among the best teams in the league. Uh, top two, three. So, in, in my mind, it's like... This one's pretty. This one's pretty wrapped. Yeah, I mean, I hope SK can show more, because, again, that first game, especially on the Rumble Wukong game, there was just some... That was rough team play. Those dragon fights. Yeah. You guys I, got you guys got a gimme. Das walks up nice, alone. Nice, Random nice, rumble alt comes down. Yeah. Three seconds later, there's a Wukong, Wukong alt thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, guys, if you that's, push... That's not coordination. Yeah, no, that's yeah dragon no, sure. I remember that dragon fight. Yeah, yeah, rumble went in, out. Wukong went in, in out. out. Ari went in, not out. Go, <laughs> Nautilus goes in. No one can follow. Shit, now it's time to go. A, yeah, one yeah. at a time, like yeah. four people in a row. No, yeah. for sure. For sure. And like, I think when G2, like... One of their like for sure strong things is like they know how to play together mid game like yeah you know they 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 are a lot of the things they do is together so in, yeah. in my mind it's like you need to like prepare something specific against them mm. like you need to match them yeah. either early or or later on or both so for sure I, I would say like G two is favorites in the in this group together yeah I want to see how Koi perform in, in round two I want to see if they can keep it up because they were doing pretty well I also want to see how how it works out for BB because I think that like the matchups where he did well, he got a ton of jungle help. Um, but in isolation, in terms of laning stats, at least, I think in the game first Pantheon game, you could argue that he had a bigger impact than Shigenda, but Shigenda was smashing him in lane stats, and admittedly, BB roamed. Game two, not a question. He just didn't exist. He was not relevant. Um, and then game three, he got a ton of help to kind of to put him ahead on that Gragas. So I really want to... That matchup is kind of what I'm looking at. Everything else feels... Eh. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I mean I think Malring said it as well. Like BB gives up a lot 
to roam. Like, he will do as much as he can to just, after like seven or eight minutes in the game, just roam mid, roam bot, anything he can do. Yeah. Uh, and his champ pool kind of alludes to that a bit when he does play things like Gregas or uh, he does play things like Pantheon or uh, anything that can just roam around. Other than Jax, because I think he has like 10 games of Jax throughout the regular season or like combined with Inter. And then after that, it's like two games on everything else or like Kled and shit where you can just run bot and stuff like this. So yeah, I think he wants to start Chaos mid and then that's how they just stack neutral objectives. Yeah. So yeah, so, if they can't get the Chaos rolling, then they just look lost. We'll see. We'll find out. I have one final question for you, Crowny. I'm just going to assume that you're going to predict yourself in the BDS yes. Vitality series because why would you not? That would be really weird at this point. Um, who are you playing in the finals? G2. G2. So you're making MSI before you play that best of five. Oh, so, oh yeah, I guess so because then the points like yeah, if G two make the finals, if you win the best of five and G two make it, you base. I think they're locked in this. I, 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 I would, I hope so. I believe. I believe. Yeah. Mad I, lose. I believe. In, yeah, if Mad lose and Koi lose, uh, obviously Koi lose if G two make it out. I believe we have exact same points as Vitality, but ours are more recent. So I guess it's like. Co- like, yeah, um, I actually should have double checked. I, I know, don't know. Never mind. I, never I, mind. I, I, you I, just I win. Know. But yeah, I mean, as long as we win, if, the split, if you going. play G two in the finals, most likely you're going to MSI. If you yeah. don't, that would be no. I mean, like turbo to be, to, sad. To be honest, I don't mind like either playing Vitality or G two. I don't mind who I play. I think both both series should be fun and like challenging for both teams. So, like. Now we have a winner's back, like winner's best of five to play, and then we can like one I don't step wanna, at a time. I don't want to talk about finals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One step at a time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. One step at a time. I'm just saying, you know. Let, him, just, let him cook. Let him yeah, cook. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I think fine. we have like uh, we need to like uh, perform. You know, like uh, for sure, the hype is uh, there's a lot of hype on us, but we have to make sure we we stay as hungry as we are. And um, I think it's just yeah. everyone doubts you. And they always doubt you and you can always try and prove them wrong. So even though there is hype, yeah. I think For sure, people yeah. are still sitting there no, like, no, no BDS are going to bomb out. Everyone's it's, it's probably true, thinking true. like, you guys are bound to lose. That's it's, the thing. No, no, for sure. There's more pressure on Vitality, right? Like, 100%. No, for sure. But um, still, like, for sure, MSI is like a, a distant dream, you know? Like, it's in the, it's in the back of my mind hmm. to play against all those teams because I think the teams there are actually insane. Yeah. Just like the, the like LCK, LPL teams, I think, next level. But... Um, I don't want to like it's a, like maybe like just to add at the end like it's so weird for my brain to go from playing academy to think about MSI in one year. <laughs> True, yeah. Like, it's, it's not like I'm a rookie that's like super hard. You come in and you take over the league. You know, it's like a it's like a renaissance. And the beauty me, of making possibly making it is there's no expectations of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just exactly. keep doing your thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. all the other teams mm-hmm. around yeah. you are sitting there with sweat dripping down their forehead. <laughs> I'll with, keep logging with... on to Reddit with my hundred different <laughs> accounts and going, "Oh, Crowny said one word. Time to make thirty assumptions based on that." <laughs> Crowny hates so and so. I'm gonna keep some, giving you that motivation, brother. Get some yeah. drama started. Yes. Little Dracos and his burners. <laughs> <laughs> classic Typing that's how away. we get our narratives in the LEC we just have 100 burner accounts yeah, so 100 burner there accounts. you everyone. guys think you have original opinions you don't it's all us we it's just like uh, the puppets uh, it's the, the puppet Twitch chat. In the, in the I'll background. send the same message from a thousand different accounts actually let's just, just turn just mess with this one person Ryan the entire subreddit's fake it's just you and 20,000 bots Ryan that's it Who's Ryan? I have no idea. I just picked a random name. Yeah, Ryan. (laughs) You just pick a random name and then that guy listening to this podcast is like, what? Good old old (laughs) Henry. Give that one person an existential crisis. Yeah, and now they're just having insecurities about, wait, what? All I'm saying is that would be funny. If there's like an entire subreddit that's boss except for one guy and the one guy is convinced that he's engaged in some like really intense dialogue. (laughs) What was the name of the show that was like... Black Mirror? No, yeah, before like there was like... 
the show where the guy uh, they made like a fake world for a guy to oh the Truman show yeah the Truman show the Truman show classic was Jim Carrey yeah Jim Carrey yeah yeah, yeah, I think so yeah yeah basically good show Mm -hmm. good movie and spoiler that's what's actually happening (laughs) Crowny wow everybody come out it's been a great <laughs> All of like the LEC split was just fake, like everyone was just doing it on purpose. No, no, stop. It's like a simulation. You know? Yeah, your your face just. Anyway, like... it's not just a simulation. It's really happening, and it's really happening this Monday. Our first best of five will be uh, oh, BDS versus Vitality. Yep. Of course, be. we got uh, two days of best of threes ahead of that to find out who the last two teams in our top four will be. You can check that out on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. This has been Euphoria episode 12. Thank you again so much, Crowny, for for joining us. Thank you. It was Yes, of course, dude. Good luck in scrims. Good luck on stage. Uh, We'll see you this weekend, and we'll see all of you this weekend and next week for a new episode of Euphoria. Thanks for watching.